California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the funniest person I've ever met, Greg Wilson. <laughs> you are. Nah, man. Are. I, I, I honestly, no. You're <laughs> the funniest person I've ever met. Uh, I, I mean, Sean. <laughs> Sean and Don might be the two funniest. I was gonna say, dude, dude, it's tough to compete with those guys. I mean, we may we may be the comedians, but those guys are just so funny. I mean, and Don is Don can't help himself. He's just he's supposed to do it and then drive to Mexico. Like, like everything. everything he says is a punch. Like literally everything, like, everything. You know what? It's that it's the 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 confidence of knowing you can beat anyone's ass. You know what I mean? Like I've never, I, I, I've had the confidence of knowing I can take a beating. Uh, I do not have the confidence of someone who knows no matter what, I'm going to beat your ass. So if you don't like it, what are you going to do about it? You know, he's I don't have that the most gentle guy. Like anytime he's offended somebody on the podcast, he's called me afterwards with the guy's number. Like, hey, you know that guy Shang? You know, I, I said that I was blacker than him. Uh, you have his number so I could, I could call him up. <laughs> Love hope, him so much. Like, I hope he's not mad at me. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm sure he's okay. But, but he's also got the biggest heart. Like, like Don is like absolutely, like absolutely, the, like the, the grandfather. I always wish that I had. You know, like he's just like that uncle. Like the fucking imagine him being your uncle. Oh, jeez, I would have. Oh, I would have gotten anyone's face if you were my uncle. <laughs> we're like, do you know who my uncle is? Do you want him to come down here? No, then Adam put another enchilada on the plate. So we do have to talk about, you know, and the problem with Don uh, and Sean is that they're, you know, rarely on time. So I feel like I have to like tell you and then I have to repeat myself. Uh, we do have a, a special guest coming on the show, a guy that fights in this thing. I've heard of this thing called Rough and Rowdy. It's uh, like, I've, I've heard of it. I'm not super uh, up on what it is. These guys who like barstool sports. They put on this like boxing competition. It's like. They get these guys that live in like, like, you know, backwoods. It's a tough man competition. Yeah, but it's even more ridiculous. You know, it, it's funny. It's actually really funny. And they get like Bill Bird, a commentator, you know. Um, but they, this guy that uh, on my TikTok, I, I'm watching, I'm scrolling through it. And then I see this guy that has, I eat ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Has his nickname and has it tattooed saying, I eat ass, tattooed on him. Um, and you, see, that, you know, that's commitment. You, you know what I mean? Like, because you have a tattooed on you, you gotta deliver. You can't just put that on you and then be girls are waiting or guys. I don't know what he's into, but they're sitting there like, all right, go ahead. Eat your, like, Oh, I don't, I don't actually eat ass. I just thought it'd be hilarious to have it permanently marked on my back. And he literally, uh, he's pretty good. He, he he won most of the fights. I watched the fights. And he literally, the, the guy, the announcer was like, before the fight, he was eating ass. Like, and he was eating <laughs> ass like, with the punch. So he's coming on the podcast because I, 
I, I posted the picture of this is my new favorite fighter. Of course, like it goes kind of viral, like, you know, 90,000. <laughs> Oh, is that right? That's awesome. Yeah, like I mean, and all these, all these pro fighters. Hope he makes the UFC. Everyone's tagging their friend. Oh, you finally made it. Everyone has a friend that eats ass, I guess. Um, somebody says like, oh, man, he, he better brush his teeth before. Oh, like, <laughs> one, one, you know, his, you know, his closer is to toss salad. Just one after another. So he reaches out to me, and uh, and he says, hey, you got to check out. And I was like, bro, you want to come on the podcast? And he's like, sure. So he'll be joining us, the I eat ass guy. Um, uh, that Excellent. Was, that was Don Fry, who who, who I, I just love that. At this point, we just expect him to come on. Yeah, Not he comes on, and then it sounds like he didn't mean to come on just then. Like, he's still mid-shit. And then and then he's like, um, then, he, you know, all of a sudden he's, you know, oh, uh, he goes away for a minute and then you text him and be like, did you know you were on? And then he comes back and that one was funny. He's like, it, uh, uh, uh. Um, I, ever, I think I've told you the story. I may have told it here on the show about um, listening to Sylvester Stallone take a shit. No, you, you actually heard him? Oh, yeah. How did this happen? Okay, yeah. so for the first Expendables movie, there's one part of it. <laughs> So there's this one part where there's a guy where it's a stuntman playing the role of like this woman's current husband or whatever. Yeah. And so good fighter, but it, I guess he did. They didn't like his voice. Don, and Don, only Don, Don, we could hear you fighting with your dog. So like, Don, here's the deal. Okay. So he comes on, he doesn't, we can't see him. And then all you hear is him wrestling with his dog. Yeah. He loves that dog so much. That dog is his whole world. So what happened with the shit? Okay, so uh, so they brought in some voice actors to read the line. It was two lines that they wanted to ADR into the original Expendables movie. And so they have us each. So they're like, listen, so uh, director's going to be here in a minute. So does everybody relax until he gets here? And, and then in walks. So, oh, and they go, and by the way, listen, when he gets here, it's Sylvester Stallone. Don't like stare at him too much and don't like try and like, you know, don't try and engage him. Just wait your turn, do your read, leave. That's it. Okay. So we're like, he comes in, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? Good. All right. So you read. I'm like, great. So we're taking turns. I think it was up third. They gave us an order. There were five of us. And they were going to pick one of us five base, you know, brought us in. So uh, I'm waiting my, my, and they're like, all right, so we'll be starting in just a few minutes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, great. Listen, do I have enough time to go to the restroom? Like, sure. I go into the restroom to take a leak. Now, one of the things I noticed about Stallone when he came in were these white tennis shoes that he was wearing that seemed, I, honestly, if I'm being honest, they look cheap. Like, I'm like, how is this, somebody, why is he wearing these cheap ad pay less fucking tennis shoes? Like, it seemed completely wrong. So whatever, not that I give a fuck. He wants to be comfortable. Those are his shoes. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm taking a piss, hi, and I hear hi, someone in the stall, right. and I look hi, down, everybody. and there are the white shoes. How you doing? And I'm like, Don's in on this as well. He's um, literally talking to his neighbor right now. I'm trying to mute him. I can't even mute him. That's how tough he is. Yeah. Not even letting me. I'm <laughs> Zoom in. And they're like, we're not muting Don Fry. <laughs> Go on. You, okay, so okay now he's reading. So now, all right. So I'm 
I, I'm taking a leak and I look down and I see the white shoes and I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking Stallone. And I'm like, and he's sitting in the stall and then he starts shitting. And Sorry. all and so I hear the shitting, like the you right. And but then I hear him going, I'm done. Hey. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I'm listening to fucking Stallone. I was like, I gotta get out of here before he comes out. This is gonna be weird. So I quickly fucking got out of there. But yeah, I listened to a semester Stallone like, take a shit. Been like Mr. T next to him. Like, I shitty the fool. I shitty the fool. You should have played like uh, I wish I were you. I'm just not that quick. <laughs> Only you would I I'm thinking I want this job. I'm not thinking, what's the best thing I can do right here? I'm thinking, how do I get out of here without losing the job? Did you get the job? No. See, you, you could have had- I should have made the shitty joke. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll ask him to unmute him. I think maybe Don's ready. So far, we've heard him. He comes on the thing. We've heard him wrestle with his dog, and we've heard him say hello to his neighbors. Uh, in the middle- It didn't look like he was patrolling the border. He's outside. <laughs> he's got a cigar. He's got his dog. He's on patrol. We got Don no, on I patrol. I have to ask to unmute him. One of the chances he figures out how to how to zero right. So it's like I mute him because I can't hear. I, I, not your story gets completely fucked up, you know. Which I want to hear the Stallone story. Then I feel like I'm disrespecting Don by muting him. But at the same time, he's saying hello to all his neighbors. So we have to hear him say hello to everybody while fighting with his dog. Uh, this is what I'm like. But if anything, we learned both that Sylvester Stallone wears cheap shoes and takes loud ships. <laughs> And that Don Fry is an excellent neighbor. So now I'm trying to unmute him. He, there really is a gate. He really is like keep patrolling people on the border right now. I'm telling you. Uh, what are McCorkle is back. McCorkle, what are the chances Don? Because uh, he was he came on the show late. He was wrestling with his dog. I heard we, Greg was telling the story. I, I wanted to wait to get to the Baroni stuff and the Dana stuff because I wanted everyone. I don't want to say something and then do a fucking shitty recap for you guys. So I was trying to wait for you guys to come on. But now there's no way Don's going to realize how to unmute this on his phone, right? I don't know. Uh, it looks like he's really still right now. So I'm not sure what exactly. Maybe he's playing freeze tag with his neighbor because <laughs> in my video, he's not moving. All right. I so, don't even see him in my video. For me, he's just, you know, and, right. uh, you know, it's right, like so the I camera's asked, off so in mine. I, I asked to unmute him. Um, all right. So Phil Baroni, man. All right. So the news obviously came out yesterday that Phil uh, is allegedly murdered his girlfriend. Um, on uh, New Year's in a uh, you know in San Francisco, I I have so many thoughts to this. Obviously, Phil Phil's a friend of mine. Um, and if he did this, if if this comes out, he obviously should be in jail the rest of his life. Uh, you can't you know murder people. I mean, awful, awful. There's nothing good that comes out of this, and uh, it's horrible. But man, you know, Phil is a friend. At the same time, Phil had like this bipolar quality to him where like I never knew what Phil I was going to get because he would come on the show and he'd be fucking hilarious. And then I would get a text like, I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. Fuck you, pussy, this and that. And then I'd be like, hey, man, are we okay? And then he would forget about it and be like, hey, what's up, man? When am I doing the show again? Or, or like, and then I would put him on the show and he would, he'd be like, ask me about this. And I never knew, you never kind of knew what Phil you were going to get. Uh, but it's just the whole thing. It's so, it's fucking tragic. But Has also- Has it been con confirmed he's charged with it in Mexico? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. 
I don't know if there's anything they take really serious in Mexico. It's murder. They don't tolerate that at all. <laughs> so, yeah. it, uh, he better get in line for his trial because they got about 60,000 people a week ahead of him. But uh, I mean, it, it sucks because Phil, Phil was is, is and, you know, was a, a very talented human being. I mean, you know, great wrestler, took second in the state of the county. He, he was a you know, great wrestler in college. He fought UFC, fought in pride, obviously there's so much he could have done and that, but it's just like, what his antics though, obviously not these antics, but some of the antics he did were, were just insanely, but kind of hilarious. Like remember when he posted a dick pic on Instagram and then, yeah. he, wrote, and then he wrote only fans. And I'm like, that's not how it goes, bro. Like, you, don't your... <laughs> you don't just post and be like, these are for the only fans. Uh, send me the money. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I just look at blown opportunities. I mean, he when he did the bare knuckle boxing, uh, he showed up drunk, and then he started trying to do takedowns when he fought Chris Lehman. Uh, and wait a minute, are you saying he didn't take bare knuckle boxing seriously? <laughs> I gotta okay. if you were through the annals of time, I think we could say ninety nine percent of all bare knuckle boxing has been done drunk. <laughs> <laughs> probably then, close when he did pro wrestling right he refused to lose like he didn't want he goes if I, he, he would say things like which were kind of he goes if i want to lose i'll take a real fight like, like that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> and then he fought this guy dave Maz he's supposed to fight dave mazani in pro wrestling right the day of the fight five minutes before he texts the guy going i don't lose nyba new york badass like the guy's like in the ring waiting for him and then he gets the text like i mean <laughs> he was playing head games with a with a with a pro wrestler when the outcome was already predetermined i was gonna say that'd be like an actor texting another actor in a in a play right before he's about to walk out on stage by the way i don't use the script <laughs> i mean it, it was just it was crazy i remember he asked me to come live live with me and I, I was like, no, uh, you know, and I was going to go, I was going to let mayhem live with me. Uh, but like, that's the thing, man. Like, remember, I remember Steph, me and Stefan Bonner, uh, you know, became pretty good friends. Bonner and Baroni, they were actually uh, a tag team wrestling partner and they, and they lived together. I think they were called uh, like band substance or something or, or like the real, like the real shooters, right? They were called the real shooters. And, uh, and he just told me that. That Barone, he's like, he's like, Stephen Bonner, like, I don't, I don't want to shit on Baroni when he's down because like, I hope none of this is true. I hope it's all a misunderstanding. Although he did tell the cops, he roughed her up um, in the shower. Then he, then he went to get her cigarettes and alcohol and laid her on the bed. And when she came back, she was dead. Mm. So that's, that's the story. Um, Maybe he's like OJ Simpson and he's going to be looking for the real shooter. He's gonna be looking for the real. I don't know. But he was, know, he was somebody said like he was in Mexico as like he was becoming like a real eastbound and down. Remember that season where he goes to Mexico? Yeah. That was like, like remember he, he had this girlfriend, he was training people to fight like in a parking lot. They were all wearing jean shorts, but then he had like a real fight. He had a real fight and he like won. Uh and he I thought he was doing better. I mean, this dude uh we're gonna call it jail bound and really down now. I don't know. I, I don't know Phil that well. I don't think he murdered his girlfriend in Mexico, man. I don't know. This sounds to me 
If, usually people are going to kill somebody would have done it before now if they're you know crazy like baroni is you know what i mean or whatever like i don't think he waits till he's 45 to finally become a murderer like i don't know man but i don't know but, i mean he did call the cops uh they said he was going to run but he he had no he had no cardio um and uh it's just been waiting you've been waiting all night to drop that one haven't you buddy <laughs> um it was just yeah it's so disappointing too <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Don, what are your thoughts on Baroni? Uh, I like Phil. I, I, I agree with you. I think sometimes he ain't all there, you know, or, or you don't know which Phil you're getting, you know. So I have, which which Phil are they going to lock up Phil away in prison, you know, because there's a hundred other guys inside his head that are innocent, you know, so sure. <laughs> you know it's crazy, Don. I like my 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 wife. My wife got confused, and I was like, "I do." I I told her that's it. I'm like, "Dude, Phil Baroni uh, is accused of murder." And then my wife's like, "He's got out of the hospital." I'm like, "No, that's Don Fry." Uh, and she's like, "Oh, that." <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was just she's. I was like, "Come on!" But it was one of those things. Dude, I remember running into Kendall Grove at the airport, and uh, he was and he was friends with War Machine before War Machine went to jail for for life. And she said that War Machine was concerned about Phil. And, and like, that's when you know things are bad. When, like, uh, when War Machine is like, I'm concerned. He's the voice of reason, like a guy oh, named War Machine. Man. I mean, this guy's life, aside from this latest chapter, was like, like he, like, he, went, he went to college. Uh, he went to Hofstra. He sold the whole football team, like HGH. Uh, and then they began, and then they, 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 they like won that year. They had like a losing season to like, they came in like first because they were all on G and then he right. became a male stripper for an all black dance team. Uh, then he was training people and like fucking these girls and they were like paying them. But then he would like make sure that they didn't shave their vaginas. Cause that was what he was into and didn't like, didn't shower. Uh, it, it was just like the stories, uh, he would tell were insane. But, uh, man, I mean... I'm sure he hopes that part makes it into the story of this trial. <laughs> like, I'm sure he hopes that <laughs> is included in the newspaper, or at least in his obituary, uh, you know, where it is a gravestone. Like, he liked girls that didn't shave their vaginas. Like, I, I don't know why I even wrote that down. But, 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 but yeah, so, I mean, it's one of those things. I hope, Phil, I hope none of this happened. But, geez, I mean, we're fucking wasted talent. We're just a waste of talent. I mean, he... Uh, and he had and he he had chances. I can't say he didn't have chances, but I I just think that Sean, when you when you know getting punched in the face is not can't be healthy for you. And then you put, put that in with like his his back of the day when he used to spar with like you watch videos of him, you know, fighting Chuck Liddell and these other guys, and then you throw in steroids. The amount of steroids he was taking. And he wasn't like, he literally on my wedding day, everyone's like, I post a picture. Everyone's like, congratulations, congratulations. He's like, do steroids with the fucking needle emoji. Like that was what he posted <laughs> on my Instagram. And then you throw in alcohol and drugs. It's just, it, it can't be a good combination. We had a guy yeah. that, uh, we had a, a young kid. He was actually, he was a really good fighter, man. Um, he reminded me of like a straight Dominic Cruz. He looked a lot like Dominic Cruz. Um, but, uh, he, uh, he was on like a 15 fight winning streak. He ended up shooting himself. He was doing a bunch of cocaine and he was crazy to start with. Uh, but he was on the verge of breaking into the UFC at that point. This is a 2000, whatever, nine or so, but, uh, he was, um, real good fighter. But I, I always told people you can't mix steroids and cocaine with crazy. 
You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah, one, too boy, that's true. one too many of the three. You know what I mean? Like you maybe two of the three you can get away with crazy and steroids or crazy and cocaine, but crazy cocaine and steroids, the three together is not going to be a happy ending regardless. Dude, I, I remember crazy and cocaine equals a stripper. Yeah. I got as luckily I luckily I don't do cocaine. So um, I I'm remember they, they actually had a, they were gonna have him back on the uh on the UFC comeback thing, which they said it made no sense. Like he was on like an eight fight losing streak, but they just liked Baroni. And mm. then he came in and he was using one of those fake penises. Uh and they caught him with a fake penis in the in the bathroom. Cause like you know, like the you know what I'm talking about? What? Where no. where where do we get the, where do we get these fake penises? Where was that? Did he say what website or did no, he, I, I did it was like a fake penis that like had clean like a sleeve. It was like a penis no, sleeve. It, ha it had like clean urine. So, oh right. Again, what website? But, but he didn't take. But he didn't take the fake. He didn't like take it out of the fake penis. So he he, he got caught with a fake penis in his hand. He like denies the story, but I I heard from people that the UFC that like you know you realize if you're not gonna have it in your pants, you might as well just keep it in a cup. I mean, otherwise you're just walking around with a fake penis. Like that doesn't you kind of defeated the whole purpose. If you're just walking around like you ready to take a piss, yeah, I got my dick right here. Uh, uncork it and pour it up. It's basic. It's basically a really gay flask. <laughs> uh, I bet they have those penis flasks. I guarantee you. Google it right now. I guarantee. Yeah, and you got to drink it right out of the tip. You know, you got to drink. You got to tilt it up real good, two handed. Oh man, but I don't even know what to say about. I mean, do you think I I might come across like a dick with the Baroni thing, Greg? Should I fucking? I, uh, no, I mean it's a tragic situation. It's horrible. Obviously, you know you hope it's not true. I mean, we we've uh, if anything we you know uh, it sucks for the 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 woman involved who I guess was from Mexico. Yeah, is that right? She was from from Mexico, and that's why they were down there. Mm -hmm. So you know it just it, it's bad for everybody, and there there really is there there are no winners. There are only losers in this situation and we pray that it's not true but let's be honest there's i mean there's very little that points to anything else you know i mean that's the fact i mean he didn't even say oh one arm bandit came in you know like i mean uh, so meanwhile on the on the Wait, on are you insinuating that harrison ford was guilty I'm saying at least there was a it was a better story. <laughs> at least he blamed it on somebody else. He was just like, I think she fell. Then I went out for cigarettes, and then you. I mean, uh, dude, I, not, I, it doesn't look good. It's very sad, and we don't mean to make. We're not making fun of, of tragedy. That's definitely not what we're doing. We're just covering the story in the funny, stupid way that we do, and it just, I, I, you know, it sucks. It sucks all the way around. I don't think it's a good idea to be an American with in, in any country with a girl from that country, and anything bad happens to her because we Americans are hated all over the world. I know you guys have all traveled the world like I have. It's I'm amazed at how much Americans are hated everywhere we go. Like they genuinely dislike us, you know? You know, I used to feel that way too, but unfortunately I've seen so much bad behavior by Americans in other countries that yeah. when I see it, I literally am like, well, that's why they hate us. When I was, when I was in Japan, right? There yeah. was a bar that said no Americans on outside the bar because i guess i was right right by a, a, a military base and i guess they were fighting or getting drunk and i'm like man can you imagine if uh a bar in america had no japanese people like written on the like are you kidding yeah, like, a lot, a lot of, that place would be packed no <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I was at a uh, I was at a dance club in Japan. I had a sign that said "No dancing" hung, hung up inside the dance club. I thought that was weird. Don, how did, I can't believe your Wi-Fi got worse. Um, He's driving. I know. No, I'm, I'm sitting out in the I'm sitting out in my yard in my truck, oh, yeah? trying, trying oh. to find a spot. Oh, got it, got it, got it. It's good to see you, Don. By so we have a guy on the podcast, by the way, coming on. Who uh, is he's a boxer? I think he's an amateur boxer, but his nickname is I Eat Ass. And, yeah, uh, you sent that to me. <laughs> so uh, he has a tattoo of I Eat Ass on him. So he should be coming on pretty so soon. You gotta be, you gotta be pretty frightened about now. <laughs> <laughs> you never uh, meet this guy in person, are you? I can't wait to meet him. But I mean, Baroni, man, but it, it's just sad. I mean, do you think it's going to be like, Don, like, uh, you know how like all the, you know, the WWE wrestlers, like the, a lot of them, like from the 80s and 90s, they just took too much trauma, too much punishment, too much steroids. And then they, they all started kind of dropping dead or getting in trouble early. Do you think that's what's going to happen a lot of times with these, uh, you know, ex-UFC or ex-Pride guys who, who kind of trained way too hard? did too much damage, party too hard, and all of a sudden we're going to see the Baronies and the Bonners and people like that? You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but you stay out of trouble. I mean, but, but, I mean, you never get in trouble. I don't you never been arrested, except for maybe what? Well, he never hits punches fans at UFCs recently. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> that was a setup. That was a complete setup. I, but, I was framed. Told him that one our man did it. It wasn't Don. The one our man forced me to punch him. <laughs> I mean, Sean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the kind of guy that, I mean, the kind of guy that would be a pro wrestler to begin with or a fighter to begin with, you're not starting with the most stable guys to, to begin with. And then you're taking head trauma and adding a lifestyle that's not necessarily conducive to stability, you know. Um, and a lot of guys, once it's over, man, I've, I've met so many guys. Luckily for me, I didn't get mildly famous till I was already lit. You know, I was 34, 35, so I'd already lived a lot of my life, you know, and I knew um, I knew a life other than being a little bit famous. But when uh, when guys, I think, are used to that and it kind of goes away, I, don't, I think a lot of guys can't, don't know how to adjust to not being not being there anymore. I mean, you see it happen to Hollywood, everything, you know, like when, when, the, when the party's over, you know what I mean? And especially when your body's all beat up and – um, I was, I wasn't mildly famous long enough for it to really matter. Like I didn't get used to it. You know what I mean? So like, it wasn't a big deal to me, but I can imagine these guys that do it for 10 or 12 years are known all of a sudden nobody cares anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Real sad. Sad. <laughs> Dude, I uh, spoke to mayhem. In, Lonely in, too. I actually spoke to mayhem in jail last week and he, he, he heard about the Bonner thing and he said he was sorry about what happened. And I, I told him, I said, man, like, Stephen Bonner and I and he was sober the last couple of months. He actually had just gotten sober. Like he'd been sober three, four months. But I think what's one of the worst things to happen to Bonner in some regards was getting out of these DUIs and not going to jail because maybe that four or five months or in jail would have cleaned him up. And maybe maybe that would have, you know. And I, I told Jason, I said, hey man, as much as it sucks that you're in jail right now, like it might be the thing that saves your life because who knows what would have happened to Jason if like he hadn't got that time out. He wasn't doing very good being free. You know, it's hard to tell someone that. And, you know, uh, he said, it's the best thing for you, son. Enjoy yourself there. What's up people. Football is back and bet online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, 
player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events. Bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. <laughs> <laughs> Make friends. Make lifelong friends, you know. So I eat ass here. <laughs> And he literally has the name Aidas uh, that just uh, came up. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ass, uh, how, how are you? I'm doing great. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, you're, you're here with a uh, very hilarious comedian, Greg Romero Wilson, the legend, UFC Hall of Famer, two time UFC champion, Don Fry, and a man who beat Mark Hunt in 53 seconds. Sean McCorkle, who's now a dog, a very successful dog breeder out of Indiana. Uh, Except for that one. <laughs> uh, that one eats ass. That one eats ass, too. He's got one dog that also eats ass. Ironically. Yeah. I love it. His handle on the Zoom is even I eat ass. You got you to. I, I hate to tell you this, but lowercase e might be better. Uh, now, now, I actually, uh, I came across you. I was on TikTok a couple days ago. And on TikTok, your fight came up. And I, and I thought, I go, what? And, and I saw you, I eat ass come out when you came out. And then the guy said you were eating ass before the fight. Was that true? I don't know who said that, but let's keep it on the DL. Okay. <laughs> so, so now what made you? Now, what, what's, your, what's your record in, in amateur boxing? Yeah. So just boxing, I'm four and one. But in that promotion, I'm three and one. Uh, I've had a couple of Muay Thai bouts too, and I'm two and one in those. And now, do you do MMA also? No. So, so I've done like AJ tournaments, and like I've trained like the full thing, so I know it. But I haven't connected the two in the cage. Got it. Now, why did you come up with Aidas as your nickname? So, I got kicked out of college uh, my junior year uh, for some assault charges. Um, so. Yeah, long, long so story. So it pretty much explains itself. <laughs> yeah, so, so long story. So porn, did you say porn charges? No, 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 no. Assault, assault charges. Oh, they no, said porn. Soft porn charges. Okay, yeah, okay. Charges, that'd be funny. Is that what? <laughs> so you got kicked out for assault charges. And then what happened? And then what does that do eating ass? Yeah, yeah. So, so I got kicked out for assault charges and went through this whole thing. Uh, and now that, that was the year of like eating ass where everyone was like, yo, eat ass. I eat ass. So me and my college. Buddy, I hate to tell you this. It wasn't just one year. <laughs> okay. Maybe it wasn't one year. There's uh, a lot of years of eating ass in business, but go ahead. Yeah. A lot of years. That's true. Uh, but there was one year where it just blew up. And I think that it was blew like, up. You know, <laughs> It finally, made its, it finally made its way to the forefront of sexual activity. Got yeah. it. Yep, exactly. So uh, Grab your snorkel and your dope in. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> my, my friends and I would use that as like a, a, a term, like just a word that we would use. 
and uh, I ended up getting kicked out, so that sucked. And I didn't really stay in contact with them all the time. Uh, so I had a Muay Thai fight coming up, and I wrote I eat ass across my chest just to kind of like show them that I still care about them and like, yo, we're still boys, you still eating ass, even though like uh, I left and switched colleges and stuff. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about you still. So uh, yeah, that's kind of where it started. Like the origin of me writing I eat ass on my chest was bef before like. But are you guys big ass eaters? Like you guys are really into eating ass? Yeah, you could ask my girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, so is she here? No, she's not oh. here. She she uh she she did like the whole Hell's Kitchen thing, uh under like Gordon Ramsay. Oh, so she was, like uh, got it. Got, now now then you also have. She's still, is, she, is, is she still transitioning? <laughs> <laughs> so no. you also have Joe Rogan eats ass tattooed on your back. What was that about? Uh, I think it's an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so that's one thing that gets me tweaked. Honestly, there are so many gay dudes hitting me up now asking me to eat their ass. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I hate to say, say I hate to say it, but you kind of asked for it. I mean, come no, on. You're advertising, you know. You got to be more specific. I eat chick's ass. So, so uh, what's his name? Big Cat? From, from Barstool or whatever, he was like, well, he didn't specify female ass. And that's when everyone got the idea, like, all right, this kid's gay. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> like, right, well, you know. Is it a real tattoo? No, nah, that shit's fake. You got to change oh, okay. it up every single time. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. So, I mean, now, did any girls hit you up and say, you want to eat my ass or just, just guys? So many. Yeah, 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 like, uh, I, th I think I kind of started this with like Barstool in 2019 and I got laid like four times like that week. It's nice. Crazy. It's pretty wild. Good and work. Like, so it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth it. Has, Bruce, has, Bruce Buffer, <laughs> has Bruce Buffer, Dominic Cruz hit you up by any chance? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. I, I, I would expect a call from both of them. Now, <laughs> when you got, well, when you got laid those four times, did they make you, did the girls were like, it's time to eat my ass like because yeah yeah so that that's a weird thing right like they're all expecting it i'm not gonna do it to some random chick like right. that's just weird you kind of gotta shower like mm. yeah i gotta inspect make sure it's clean i'm not gonna eat someone's like gross pooper an ass yeah yeah disclaimer i have a disclaimer <laughs> tattooed underneath uh, uh don are you a big ass eater yeah, I am a female, female. Got it, of course, of course, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. Now, um, be, all right, so now- Like you said, like you said, it's gotta be clean, you know? You gotta you gotta take it in the shower, wash it up. Now, one of the guys on, cause now now your thing blew up on, on my on my Instagram, but one of the guys said their, their coach wanted to coach you, but that he didn't want I eat ass to be around him. No, I, I'm like he's homophobic. Responded to that, like I, I saw Coach Pete like the other week. He was there at the fights. He was like, "Yeah, it's cool," but uh, Barstool is kind of unorganized, so I, I don't think he could like make his way to me to walk out and and yeah. uh, me. But now, do you get paid for these fights? Yo, it's it's fucking wild, fucking wild. I'm still an amateur. Like I'm an amateur boxer. Like I, I'm not anything crazy. 
and, and they pay you a good amount of money. I made 5K in one of these fights. Wow. Nice. I got nice. a 30 knockout and made 5K. No, you so, got good hands. I watched your fights, man. You're a good fighter. The one that the one fight where you got laid out, that was rough, but that could happen to anyone. No, honestly, uh I, I deserve that. Like um it, it yeah, honestly, it can happen to anyone. Um I, I deserved it. I feel like it it was it was just like the COVID times, like not being able to train the right way, having to wear a mask, doing all these things. Like everyone's got excuses and shit, but like I'll, I'll take the L. Yeah, I got it. You can't be expected to eat ass with a mask on either. That's <laughs> oh, and another thing, yes, getting beat up and getting knocked the fuck out, and you have I eat ass on your chest, you know, it makes you look even worse. <laughs> so I can only imagine, man. But you're hilarious, bro. Uh now I mean it kind of sucks that you have a girlfriend because I feel like right now you'd be getting tons of asses to eat, but uh she's probably a great girl. So right. So oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, she she's a chef, she's really good at Really? So she knows how to make that ass taste good. Yeah, you know what's gonna come out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I like Don. He's a good dude. Dude, Don's the shit, man. You better watch out now. Yeah, dude. Well, listen, when's your next fight? Uh I don't know. I, I might get on the card in March if they have one, but it's kinda whenever. And are you, you know what's crazy is how much money he might actually make from coming up with this. And like, it could turn into a Jake Paul fight or anything, man. Like you, you could end up being a millionaire from coming up. That's the most genius marketing I've ever heard of. And I've come <laughs> up with marketing for myself, but that is uh that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it wasn't really like a marketing tactic to begin with. Like, right. But it just yeah, probably you know. had it like, researched into me that much but like i'm a software engineer like i write software I, I started my own software company last year we made 50k our first year and just trying to get shit done in uh in, in that aspect but let fighting me ask you something what were your alternate choices besides <laughs> i eat ass like what were your alternate slogans like you know i'll punch your titty or Ooh, that's a good i'll punch your titty no, right. oh. <laughs> there's no alternate. Smell dude. my finger with smell my finger in there. Smell my finger, smell like butthole. Smell my butthole, sure. You gotta, I mean, you know, you gotta keep it fresh. So, your name is Casey Dale. Are you selling t shirts to say IDS? No, I just hand those out for free. Oh man, you're like, time to open that merch store online, bro. This one is like the Joe Rogan one that I printed for my last fight. Yeah, you definitely get a cease and desist, but okay. <laughs> you're definitely violating copyright law, but you're cool. <laughs> I don't think you've looked into the rules. As long as you change up 70 or I think it's 30% of the design, it's not copyright. You literally have the name Joe Rogan with his picture up there. Yeah, with his actual photo <laughs> logo. I don't care. <laughs> he can sue me. The, the picture, the picture really, it'd be good publicity for you if he did. The uh, picking used of Joe Rogan is five nine though, so that's nowhere near realistic. So uh, everybody will know it's not Joe. So. So, so, so Casey Dale, yeah, I eat ass. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> man, on all your success. You got to keep your chin down. Chin's a little high on some of these fights. Mm, okay. Uh, you know, but and when you're eating ass, keep your chin down also. Yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I think. But, but maybe you know, I, 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 
I think that's keep your nose up. Right. Okay. Do you have a technique? Is there an ass technique at eating it or? Nah, there's there's not a technique. You don't spear it? Do you spear it? Do you do you, do you, do you swirly bird it? What do you do? You want to know? What if I show you? You want me show to show us? you? Yeah, yeah, show us. Yeah. Nah, I can't do that. Ah oh, man, that was about to be the greatest thing ever. Come on, kid. It's a good swirly yeah. bird. Depends. Do on you the eat it? Do you eat it like sushi or do you eat it like a pork chop sandwich? <laughs> Those are the only two options. Right. That's that's the difference between a boy and a man. I've never had a pork chop sandwich, Don. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that also the difference between someone who needs well. Lipitor and someone who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, li well, listen. Now, what did your parents say about the IDS? Uh, I, I don't really talk to them that much. Uh, difficult childhood growing up, so. Understood. Understood. Well, you listen, you make, you make it do it. You're a software engineer. You made 50 grand. Uh, I was say, if it makes you feel any better, you would have a difficult relationship with him right now if, uh, <laughs> if you could him after this. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I didn't know my mom or dad got on Twitter back when I first got in the UFC. And uh, I put on there that Brendan Schaub recently got arrested for impersonating a cocksucker. And so I saw my mom the next day and she was real disappointed. I said, what's wrong? She goes, I just never thought one of my boys that I took to church would use the CS word publicly. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, I'm on Twitter. And it, uh, God, it was, it broke my heart because oh, I man. could I only imagine what else my mom or children had seen. That was, that was the, was the CS word comedian Schaub? Yes, that's the, yeah, that's yeah. Nobody, no, nobody knew he was funny back then. They still don't know he's funny, but they didn't know he was funny back then yet, for sure either. So. Well, listen, Casey Dale, man, pretty funny, Adam. I, I like your bit on uh that that thing about Ronda Rousey. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank that's you. Funny. Well, listen, yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of yours, and I honestly think I think you should get T-shirts, I'd ask T-shirts with your name. Do that like today because I'll buy I'll buy one. I will buy, I'll be the first one to buy one. And I Start know calling out Jake it. Paul too. Yeah. You make money now. Wait till you have kids though. Fucking you're going to get that money's going to come in handy. So you, you, you have kids, you're only eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 okay. Yeah, I, I, think that I, should, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You stop at the appetizer, huh? You don't ever. Okay. That should be the shirt. You can't have kids if you're only eating ass. Like that could be yeah. like a, could be like a Planned Parenthood model. There's Listen, potential there, man. Well, Casey, uh, have a good rest of the week. Uh, and uh, congrats on everything, brother. Awesome. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Bye. I think he's probably going to be the first kid to get ringworm on his tongue. <laughs> That dude is awesome, man. Dude, that kid's got it, man. That kid's he, got he personality. Could be, he could be a millionaire doing something. I don't know what, but I'm telling yeah. you, he, he's got he he's be. got it. He will be. I mean, how fun. Yes, he's got those close. parental issues too. So he was either going to be a fighter or a comedian. And so it seems like he's a little bit of both. I sent Joe Rogan the, the screenshot of saying Joe Rogan eats ass. He has not responded, but he did see it. He put, I, see, I mean, that's funny as hell. That he, he, when he walks out to the thing and he goes, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk eats ass too. Yeah. Dude, he's, I don't want to compare him to the Island boys, but I'm telling you, that's the way this, this new society, Greg, Greg loves how things work now, but you can, uh, you can work out in Hollywood for 20 years trying to get famous. And some guy goes and does a boxing match with an I eat ass thing on his chest and he's 
world famous, man. It's yeah, uh, that's crazy. the way it goes, right? Crazy. By the it way, is. I'm pretty sure those island boys are in rehab now. So it's yeah, I think they're. Uh, that, I hope they save some money. I had a feeling it was going to be a short trip. So. That was that was a, that that arc went right out there, right right now. So. I can't believe uh, all the gay dudes are hitting them. <laughs> Wanting their asses eaten. I can't believe you can't believe. Right, yeah. dude. I was gonna say I still yeah. got gay guys hitting me up. I constantly. was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised he had four chicks. Fuck him. I would have thought it'd been all dudes. There's <laughs> the keys to a Ferrari, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't you think he's missing an opportunity though, but not getting Adidas T-shirts or hats or oh, merch. Absolutely, yeah. dude. He needs. Yeah, he needs somebody to get behind him with. Uh, so marketing, I know he doesn't really care about money because he's making money doing his other stuff. But, dude, I mean, I'm telling you, that could take off. That whole thing, if we're talking about him, you know what I mean, or whatever, like it's, there's, it's amazing. I've only, I've only ate ass a couple times in my life. Uh, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I got I to be honest. Uh, I do old joke. I do that joke where I'm like, and it's true, though. I'll eat ass at one time only. That's directly out of the pool. You're right. Because that's I, a I, freshly chlorinated asshole. That is the only asshole I trust. <laughs> I had a girl in Vegas that used to just go right for my ass. Like, no foreplay, nothing. Like, that was her thing. She just wanted to uh, eat. Like, she, her, her fetish was just eating guys' asses. You know, they call that marriage material. <laughs> uh, I'm say, classy, classy lady like that going around just eating ass. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, check into her check into her childhood, and she might have all the makings of a future UFC champ, because I'm guessing she's been through some things, if that's her. Uh, yeah, so. if that's her starting point. So Dylan Dan has pulled out of his fight. Uh, he was supposed to fight KSI. Have you heard about K this fight, Greg? Uh, no. <laughs> all right, so KSI is this guy. Wait, real quick, I'm shocked Dylan Dan has pulled out of a fight. Let me just say that, but go ahead, sorry. It was supposed to be at Wembley Stadium, and I guess they were sold out. And KSI is this huge Twitcher or a Twitch guy. I don't know. What, what do you say? Twitcher? <laughs> sure. Twitcher. Let's go with that. You do math. What's going on with the KSI? So I think he was, he was like this Jack Black dude who was, he actually beat Logan Paul. Uh, once it was a draw. Once it was, uh, he beat him. He calls out Dylan Dennis. Dylan was posting all these videos. And today he pulled out of the fight. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's just uh Dylan uh, Dennis is like the Kim Kardashian. Like he's famous for being famous as far as fighting goes. Like the Paris Hilton of fighting. He he's only fought twice ever that I know of, and the two guys with losing records, and yet he's still like at the top of the news feed every day. Now he's gonna he's always gonna fight somebody, but he never does. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then uh, it's just crazy. It's it's weird how like the UFC there's like 37 events in a row, and then there's like a month off. Yeah, that's how I was, I was like, we still ain't got no fights from them. Like two more weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, the the Ryzen versus Bellator event that happened over New Year's Eve, all the five guys in Ryzen won. I mean, in Bellator won. Uh, John Dotson fucking murdered the guy in like a minute. Um, and then uh, what's his name? Johnny Case won his fight. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's uh, that's that. Uh, Johnny Dotson blaming on the one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're they're trying to make the fight. I guess Cowboy Cerrone wants to fight Jake Paul, uh, oh. or said he would fight Jake Paul. Um, Everyone said they would fight Jake Paul. I mean, well, hey, who doesn't if, want if Anderson Silva lost him in boxing, you know, Cowboy Cerrone will beat him. 
Didn't Phil Baroni? Didn't Phil Baroni try really hard? He he put the big court press on it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was he was also trying to fight like I think John Gotti. Jr. Phil, Phil would have murdered him. Jake Paul? Well, in his prime. <laughs> In Phil's prime, he would have. Oh, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking. He's like, a fucking waste. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, somebody explain this to him. I'm, I'm moving too fast. That's true. So, so Mike Perry uh, claims he signed a contract to fight Jake Paul. Uh, I would watch that fight. That'd be a good fight. Be good. Uh, I, I would actually. I'd like to see that because I don't think Mike Perry is the kind of guy that even if he agreed to the fix would remember that he agreed to the fix right <laughs> yeah i don't think uh, i don't think mike is honoring a no knockout clause uh once you get in there and start swinging exactly i think he would just forget all about it and just start beating the hell out of him he's like hey what are you doing he's like i don't know you know i mean i i that would be that would be worth you know uh at least seeing the result now now greg i know you're a big football fan uh are you following what's going on with skip bayless and the no, guy, and the guy in the bills that that uh, you, you heard what happened, obviously. Over, yeah, over. obviously. Yeah. The Demar Hamlet thing. Very tragic. So I guess I, mean, I didn't hear what happened. I knew that I knew about the guy that got that got hurt. But what did Skip Bayless do? So Skip Bayless uh, was under fire because right when it happened, right, right, like right after that happened, uh, he tweets out this and then everyone just went crazy on him. So he uh, so he, he uh, writes. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, fuck. Skip Bay Yeah, so everyone's really mad at Skip Bayless because right when it happened, he said, uh, basically, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to get it, get it wrong. What was it? It was, it was Monday night, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Monday night. Monday night. So looks like he's trying to backpedal on it. Yeah, he's trying to backpedal on it because. So what's the name didn't show up to the, uh, maybe he, he finally took it down. Cause it got like millions of fucking people uh, that like said it basically. He goes, um, uh, oh, he took it down. He goes, uh, oh yeah. He writes, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So, what's he in trouble for? He's basically taking both sides of the coin here, right? Because the guy, because the guy was still like on the ground getting CPR, and they canceled the game, uh, which, which was which was the right thing to do. And then all of a sudden, it, it gets like Colin Kaepernick comes in from saying a coach can't succeed because oh, they're fat. Fuck him. To, to printing the N word in a newspaper because art about Kareem. This may be your worst take, right? Uh, and then he goes, I hope that Isaiah Thomas, I hope they fire you, bro. For you to even think about the game is sad. Uh, and just all these people came at him. Kendrick Perkins, you're a sick individual. You have no shame. But I mean, and then he goes, then he writes, nothing's more important than this guy's health. That was the point of my last tweet. Sorry if it was misunderstood. And then Shannon Sharp didn't show up to the TV show uh, on um, Tuesday when that happened. It was a skit. And well, then he's a, he is a former player. And then when he did show up, he's they just got in a huge fight this morning. I mean, they were uh, screaming at each other. It was just so. I, I feel like it was just Shannon Sharp saying "skip, skip" over and over again because that's all that <laughs> show ever is. Like, is Skip Bayless has made a career out of saying, "like yeah. LeBron James, LeBron James wouldn't beat me one on one," and then everybody go like that's his whole career is just saying the opposite of what everyone knows is true. So they he trolls 
but he's not actually yeah. trolling. That's just how, and that's probably what he was trying to do on that thing, thinking what would be the most unpopular thing I could say about this guy getting hurt. Like, well, the game needs to go on, you know, because that's all his career is. But he tried to cover himself at the end, saying, you know, right. oh, this is, so he tried to say, like, why are we stopping this game? And then he goes, but the, but this all of a sudden seems so irrelevant. So I, he tried to t- get both, and then people only really cared about what the first part of what he said, and then it just became, um, man, uh, it's crazy. It, it was just a Greg. What are your thoughts on the whole thing about what happened? Uh, I don't know. The whole thing seems. I guess it's just about timing because I, I mean, I hate, I, I mean, I hope I don't get in trouble, but it seems with the point, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, this game, this, the, there are two records of the teams, the fact that it's a 17 game season, which makes it an irregular number. I mean, there's so many things, you know, saying the game, this magnitude. Yeah. To the standings, you only one team gets a bye week in the playoffs and it's the team with the best record, which now these were the two teams Vying for that best record. There's so many things at stake. I mean, when you talk about the game still needed to be played, yes, the game still does need to be played. I think it was just about the timing of it for him to say it. But but again, it's not like he said, hey, you know, s- scrape that guy off the field and get back out there. Right, you know, right, so right, I right. question, you know, why this is, you know, why there's so much drama over this, you know? I mean... Uh, because the, I mean, and everyone wants to be so magnanimous. I mean, football doesn't matter. Well, what if they do play the game? What if they do play the game? Then does football matter? Then do they not care because they waited a week to play the game? Or do they care because they waited a week to game? In in both instances, I mean, his question is still valid. And I, I hate I, that yeah. everyone's so emotional about it that they're jumping on him for, for stating something that I hate to say it is, is, is true about what this game means to the NFL season. And I, I mean, I just, I, I think this may be, may be um, unworthy of the vitriol that it has received. It seems like the major crime, it seems like the major crime is the timing. Yeah, you I know, know. And, and and like no, okay, no. the major crime is he's white. If a non-white person would have said that, they'd have fucking just skated right over it. <laughs> but since he's a white male, white male heterosexual, you know, well, that's he's, debatable. He's the heterosexual. Well, but I think I think it's also the other stuff that he said over the years that also came into this. If it was somebody else, well, and people do hate him. I mean, yeah, people yeah. hate him already. So it's just I'll about bet you, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a hundred dollars he's replaced by a fucking non-white person. Could be a could be a girl, could be a guy, could be somebody transitioning either way. But it'll it'll be uh, he'll be replaced. You wait and see. Now, I, I'll now, bet you another hundred that whoever it is, Shannon Sharp, won't be able to pronounce their name correctly. <laughs> well, the thing is, right, but, but I don't like, like Greg. What I was thinking also is like I because I started questioning my own because i like let's say it was an mma fight and somebody got knocked out like this and they had a a, a respirator and they were on you know uh, they, they were getting cpr they wouldn't stop and granted it's a different sport you know but they wouldn't stop the rest of the event they would they no. would take them to the hospital and then something would oh, be fuck. look what look what happened to owen hart you know come on yeah. I was going to say we've seen remember dooku kim i mean we've seen fighters yeah. get killed in the ring Right. We've seen it. That didn't stop fighting. You know, that didn't stop boxing. 
and, and and also we've seen horrific injuries in football before. Remember the guy for the Saints had the head-to-head collision and ended up uh, paralyzed from the neck down. Right. I, I mean, we've seen horrific things now, and, and those games continue. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and the point he isn't, and again, he didn't say how can they not continue the game. He was just wondering how they could do it and still go forward. Like, and the seeding, there's just, it raises, it, it really, because the two teams are at the top of their division. I, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it is a legitimate question and, yeah. and, it, you know, and, and that's, and what I, if they do play the game, then who's the hypocrite, right? Who's the hypocrite? Are, are they, is no one, are they not hypocrites because they waited long enough to play the game? Right. Or is, are they hypocrites because they decided to still play the game? Or it, are they just saying, okay, ultimately, Skip Bayless was right. We need to play this fucking game. So Skip Bayless isn't the asshole. I mean, I just, I, I hate this, this. This We're all so eager to be outraged at everything. Like, we're all so blameless and innocent and perfect. Put your swords down, everybody. And, this and then people this. are then people are afraid to even question anything, and they're afraid to actually like even like I was thinking to myself. I'm like, well, in an MMA fight, or like they, they would, should, but then I go, well, well, should they stop it if somebody's on? Or if somebody goes to a hospital, somebody gets knocked out, like a crazy fucking knockout, and they're laying there, and they go take them to the hospital, right, right away. Well, should they stop the rest of the events? I mean, sure. we saw Tua Tagovailoa with his hands like this in the air. Okay. Knocked out everything all contorted and twisted. Okay. They had to put him in the ambulance. They had to take him out. And I don't remember if they drove him off the field in the ambulance, but they had it. And you know what they did? Continued the fucking game. So I, you know, this whole thing seems kind of hypocritical from a lot of angles from the NFL angle from, you know, just the way everyone's, I mean, unfortunately as, as dramatic as it was horrific as it was and everything, I mean, this is, you know, a violent sport uh, again, that has been prone to massive potential life ending injuries before, and no one's ever been like, you know, no more. And that's the other thing. Okay, you care that much. You care that much. Okay, then I guess we shouldn't play football anymore then, right? I mean, like, turning turn your season ticket. Yeah, like, I guess, I, I mean, if we, if, if, I mean, if we're not going to play the rest of this game at some point, then we shouldn't play any football because this can happen on any field at any time. So, so McCorkle, what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know, man. It's interesting because people tend to think like uh, the UFC. I think the UFC is less violent than the NFL. Uh, like I actually do. Like the NFL, you've got guys with world-class speed running in opposite directions with protective equipment so they don't get hurt as they smash someone else's, you know, uh, skull in. Um, yeah, 50 hard, miles an hour, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. There's more concussions in the NFL than there would ever be, you know, in fighting. But uh, I, I guarantee you one thing, man, someone is going to die one day in the UFC. It, it may be in a couple of weeks. It may be in a couple of years. But when it does, you're going to see the whole thing come down. Should it even be legal? Even though boxing, it happens all the time. Nobody cares. Like Greg's saying, people get crippled in yeah. high school football, die all the time. Nobody cares. But uh, when it happens to the UFC, that could be the downfall of the UFC. You'll hear – the outrage from everybody there shouldn't be this shouldn't be allowed you know like this should no longer be allowed meanwhile they drive nascars 200 miles an hour you know around a track you know it's just right and those guys die in those crashes that that we've seen that before you know didn't dale earnhardt die on the track 
Yeah. Yeah. Senior is his last, the last senior, yeah. fight. Last last lap of the last um race. Yeah. Don, what's the worst? And, and, and they didn't stop you racing, you know, racing went on. I mean, it just I just feel like everyone's just such in a rush to his timing, obviously very bad. The question itself, I unfortunately think is a valid question. And I question the outrage at it. You know, I, I think it's, it's overblown. I, I mean, because he cannot, I mean, this is the exact question that everyone at the NFL head office is debating right now. They're asking themselves this question. So it's like, because he was the first to ask it, he, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, just reading it, you know, I, I, I mean, maybe it's, again, the, it seems like the great crime here was the timing. Yeah. 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 It's, good. it's a very good point. Greg. Very good point. Don, what's the worst injury you've ever seen? Uh, back in high school, a high school wrestling tournament. I think it was at Amphi High. Um, a big tournament and all of a sudden you hear screaming over a loud noise of you know how loud a gym is in a tournament situation and you look over there and this guy's foot is up next to his head he broke his femur bone oh yeah he broke his fucking femur and his foot was up here and I had they couldn't get hold, it couldn't get hold of his parents so they had to straighten it out without getting any medication oh. oh my god did you do it were you the one that straightened it out yeah, suck it up, Puss. <laughs> Eat some ass. Eat some uh, ass. Uh, uh, Greg Fry, what's the worst injury you ever seen? Well, uh, one time I saw a man's uh, asshole pulled through his nostrils. And uh, all I can tell you is that was a pretty crappy situation. <laughs> that was kind of shitty. But- <laughs> Well, all right. Uh, what do we have coming up uh, in MMA right now? So this week it's uh, it's nothing, nothing this week. Um, uh, next, the next big one is January fourteenth. Kelvin Gastelum returning to one seventy again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. Supposedly against, <laughs> against Nasordine Imavov. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going back to 170, just like uh, what's his name is going to fight uh, Jake or going to fight uh, uh, the guy you were saying earlier who pulled out of the fight. Now I can't remember his name. Dylan, Dylan Danis. Danis. Like Dylan Danis is going to fight. He's making 170. He should make some t-shirts that say "I eat Asserty." <laughs> <laughs> uh man. So and then a bunch of uh, all right. That's that. That's just a big one. Uh, hope, Kelvin took some shit recently because he tweeted out. Uh, uh, he goes, I speak for everybody, free the Tate brothers, about Andrew Tate and his brother who got arrested. And then a lot of people were mad at Kelvin for that. But uh, Why? He did nothing wrong, you know? Neither one of those guys. I mean, hell, I'd wear the shirt. I'd buy it and wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Tate, Tate did nothing wrong. So, uh, well, we don't know, right? Is, is it, uh, what is he being accused of? It was, first, first, it was like sex trafficking. Hurt, hurt, and it hurting was, some fucking broad's feelings. They're just throwing shit out there, you know, because this this little spoiled rich girl got her feelings hurt, and everybody's jumping on top of it, and they're making shit up, which she has nothing to do with. You know, he's been swatted. I heard it several times. He had the cops called on him, like saying that he's got a meth lab. Like people, people do that to. Um, sometimes people do that to insurance agents who die try to not pay claims too. Um, but um, yeah, people. Uh, I understood that one. Uh, um, I was gonna say that seems very personal. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, there's a, that's what is, that, is your is your insurance uh, guy a fan of the show? Is he <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my uh I don't know if you guys do I got I got on Christmas Eve. Did I tell you guys I got in a ridiculous car wreck on Christmas Eve, like flipped my car and all kind of stuff? Like it was uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Greg wasn't here for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, almost. I mean, could have easily been killed. And uh, my insurance agent, who I had been a customer of, I've known him since I was seven years old. I went to school with his kids. Uh, he's been my insurance agent since I was 16 years old. So 30 years, almost 31. I've never had a claim, never missed a payment, never made a late payment. They billed my wrong address that I haven't lived in for three years on this last. I usually pay a year ahead of time. So I don't know when my bill is due. He just sends me the, the bill. I don't know what my bill is going to be. I don't know what it is. He just sends it to me. So I call him up and say, hey, man, I just was in a really bad car accident, like flipped my car. I went into the woods down a ravine. I mean, I could have literally been killed. Like it was me and my uh, fiance. It was bad. I was lucky to be alive. A guy was flying, almost hit us head on going 50 miles an hour on a country road, flying straight down the middle. He must have been drunk. Like on the I had to swerve over on an icy road to not get it head on. And it just shot us into the woods down in a ravine. And um, the. um, So. Yeah, the insurance agent texts me back um, on the 26th or whatever and goes, hey, uh, I hate to tell you, but you didn't pay your last uh, bill. Uh, you're, you're overdue by like three days. You know, you're three days past, so you don't have coverage on that. And i like, I don't I don't have coverage on that. What do you mean? You never sent me a bill. And uh, that's, a, you know, a $60,000 car. You know what I mean? That I still owe $15,000 on and we're injured. And like, it's like, oh, well, don't know what to tell you. And I, I said, you never sent me the bill. And he goes, you didn't tell me you moved like your new address. And I knew I had, you know, like I knew for sure I had. So I searched through the emails. I find two different times in emails. I gave him my new address. And then he was like, well, I mean, it's still really your responsibility to make sure the bill's paid, whether you gave me your new oh, address. Fuck. Like he tried that. And I'm like, dude. And so I won't go into what else happened or whatever, but they are suddenly now covering it and everything's fine. So um, good. Good. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, yeah. it's it great that for him that it worked out too because it wasn't going to work out well for him. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Sean, Sean, Sean told me some of his tactics, and then uh, you know, like there's there's been Showtime series. Basically. So weapons in. So like you know, Dexter, uh, the picture. You know, <laughs> did you just did you just call him and leave him a voicemail with Don Fry describing what he would do to a child molester? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I might have, I might have told him I'm going on to Joe Rogan in three weeks um, that I've been invited on his show and that I was going to spend the whole three hour show talking about his insurance company and how much he sucked, <laughs> even though I'm not going on Joe Rogan in three weeks, but I told him I was. And uh, I told the insurance company I was also, and they were getting ready to get a three hour commercial. Um, <laughs> for their, for their thing. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, they, uh, I had I had so many creative ideas for him that I told him was going to happen, and uh, it told I told him I mean I was going to get dude they were going to suspend my license for six months for getting in an accident without insurance, so I wasn't even going to have a driver's license for six months. So like I can't what am I going to do? How am I going to run a puppy mill with no driver's license? You know? <laughs> like, uh, like no, I mean I wasn't going to be able to drive. It, it was going to I you know what, I, that is the universal question. <laughs> asked, <laughs> I, no, asked by men throughout the ages, men and women alike, how am I going to run a puppy mill without yeah. a driver's license? It's all very true. It it be power, you know, you put, put a wheel there and they turn the wheel just like the hamster wheel. This might be one of the funniest podcasts we've had in a long time. Uh, Greg, what do you have coming up? Hey guys, my new workshop, uh, it's on Teachable, comedyinstitute.tv. You can take 
Mastering stand-up, the class that was launched dozens and dozens and dozens of careers, is now streaming. You can take it from anywhere. Uh, it's only $149. It is on comedyinstitute.teachable.com. If you live in Bakersfield, I think I'm going to be out there next Saturday. And the next month, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to be in Dallas. And I'm going to be somewhere else, too, that I don't remember off the top of my head. Don, what do you got? Phoenix. Okay. Sorry, uh, I'll be in Phoenix. When? Uh, Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl weekend, I'll be in Phoenix. Cool. Cool. Let, let me know. Let me, let I will, me brother, know. for sure. Would love it if you come up. Yeah. I am still handling some medical issues. So I'm going through all that nonsense. And uh, so that's, that's, that's all I got planned is more doctors, more, hopefully not more hospitalizations. Tired of that shit. I went to the hospital six times last year. And Oof. from one week to two weeks each time. You know? Oh, God. Being in the hospital is the worst. Oh, my yeah. God. When yeah. I was in there after my heart, heart attack, all I wanted to do was go home. It's yeah. just the worst. I just the food, the the lighting, the bed, the, everything about it. Just the you just want to go home. So yeah. God bless you, Don Fry. I get it. Sean, what do you got coming up? Uh, hopefully, uh, my insurance is going to pay the claim, and I won't have as much on my plate uh, doing that. But uh, yeah, I've got a rental car that uh, they have to cover. I, I thoroughly checked my entire thing. They have to cover it for forty five days. So I have a feeling I'm going to have to take. It's going to take me forty five days to find a car. Uh, I just have a feeling that's what it's going to take the entire that time. Right. That sounds right. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, I'm going to uh, hopefully I can't do much until uh, they do that. I'll tell you what, I'm going to make sure uh, I'm going to make sure I pay my premiums two years ahead of time from now on. Not to that guy. What's so funny is he's like, hey, from now on, we'll just do a direct withdrawal. Like, I'm going to stick with that company after this. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll just yeah, we'll just do that direct bank account withdrawal from now on. Like, yeah, right. Sean, give, give me a call. I might be getting in the insurance business. So give me a call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I'll tell you what, you don't want to insure me with how my life's been the last couple of months, but uh be yeah, we'll money. see. So that's a that's a yeah, that and uh I'll continue the search for a fix for my back as Germany didn't work out. So well, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. Well, this Friday, I'll be at the Boca Black Box Theater, uh, and then uh, oh no, at the Kelsey Theater in uh, Lake Park, Florida. Then I'm in Boca Raton on Saturday night, Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club Sunday to Wednesday, and Thursday to Sunday in Edmonton at the uh, House of, at the Comic Strip in Edmonton, in Canada. But uh, I love you guys, and uh, take care. Have a good week. Take care, guys.